Through the modern medical miracle of vaccination, Americans have conquered polio, measles, chickenpox, and except for Kid Rock, HPV and hepatitis. We've even gotten Magic Johnson down to a single aid. Yet somewhere along the way, a nation that grew up eating magic mushrooms from a pile of cow shit and French kissing strangers in the mosh pit at Lollapalooza. Somewhere we became very scared of putting unknown things in our body. This is Dumb People with Terrible Ideas. I'm your host, Eric Gray. Beautiful day in the Rose Garden. Appreciate everybody being here. Today I'd like to provide an update to the American people on several decisive new actions. In our very vigilant effort to combat and ultimately defeat the virus. We've been working uh, very hard on this. We've made tremendous progress. To unleash progress. the full power of the federal government in this effort today, a I national am emergency. declaring a national emergency. Two very big words. A national emergency. A national emergency. entire year, we were encouraged to save lives by staying at home, causing millions to realize that their house would still be messy even if they had months off from work. And while COVID-19 killed many, made many more sick, and caused a supply run on green screens for bedroom Zoom broadcasts, one mantra was drilled into the head of every God-fearing American. Once the vaccines became available, we could all go back to normal. This sounded great to everyone, including your dog, who was sick of you. And frankly, Americans were sick of ourselves. Shaggy-haired, unshaven, not going on dates or going out to eat. We were an entire nation that had been washing our hands so vigorously that the ink stamps allowing us to re-enter Disneyland as a child reappeared. And we were tired of it. We even spent the entire summer considering another civil war because it's impossible to get along. Donald Trump, a man that watched the movie Titanic and rooted for the iceberg, took credit for the vaccine's swift development, even while suggesting that drinking bleach or shining a laser pointer up your own asshole might work just as well. You know, it's almost statistically impossible for the United States, a nation that spent an entire year on lockdown, to have the highest percentage of pandemic infections in the entire world. The dawn of the COVID vaccine created a new movement an anti-vaccination movement that had previously only consisted of Amish people, nutjobs, and Jenny McCarthy. Years of fast food, plastic horse burgers, and vanilla Coke eating the rust off of our stomach lining apparently made some Americans feel like experts on healthy consumption. And this movement, which favored taking horse paste bumps in the bathroom of the local tractor supply store over a safe and effective vaccine, 
turned half of our citizens into 14th century plague rats with a God complex. Natural immunity is not being considered. I think it's absolutely critical. And I believe everyone in America has the right to determine their own health care. They should not be forced in any way to take this experimental, quote unquote, vaccine. Laura Reinbold is a state senator in Alaska. Because Alaska is a wilderness filled with grizzly bears and snowstorms, she needs to travel about 900 miles over shitty roads covered in moose dung and Eskimo artifacts just to get to her job at the state capitol. Or she could take a plane. That takes only an hour and a half. Normally, that would mean you'd be grateful for the plane, provided by Alaska Airlines, which is the only flight that goes between Juneau, the state capital, and Eagle River, the godforsaken frozen tundra that she has chosen to live in. Yet State Senator Reinbold says that Alaska Airlines violated her civil rights because they required COVID tests and masks. She then proceeded to violate all of our civil rights by actively making the world a worse place to live in. She encouraged Alaskans on her Facebook page to undermine Alaska Airlines by telling her fellow bison-breathed brethren to sneak by the airline security to avoid the mask mandate, which she said was dumb, worthless, and suffocating. Three words so needlessly hypocritical you'd think she picked them straight from the complaint box left outside of her office door. And State Senator Laura Reinbold, a state senator that possesses a job only because she got a dozen lumberjacks to vote for her, pissed off Alaska Airlines one too many times. They banned her from taking flights. Alaska Airlines has banned an Alaska state senator for refusing to follow mask requirements. Now, Reinbold is a Republican of Eagle River. She's been a vocal opponent of the COVID-19 mitigation measures and also has repeatedly objected the Alaska Airlines mask policy. Last year, she referred to Alaska Airlines staff as mask bullies after a confrontation with flight attendants. <laughs> A spokesman for Alaska Airlines said that, quote, we have notified Senator Laura Reinbold that she is not permitted to fly with us for her continued refusal to comply with employee instruction regarding the current mask policy. Because this caribou Karen was banned from flying on the one and only single airline that serves her dreadful and vile slumlord snow-covered, no-sunlight, raw moose-eating infested trash hovel that she calls a home, she was forced to commute to her elected job by roads, about 700 miles of roads, that went through Alaska, then the Canadian Yukon, to a town called Haines, where she hopped on a ferry for a five-hour trip to the capital, taking 14 hours total. All because State Senator Laura Reinbold insists that it's her right to fly on a plane, unvaccinated during the pandemic. Yet she doesn't acknowledge her responsibility to keep her fellow Americans safe. 
and insisting on your rights while ignoring your responsibilities isn't patriotic. It's acting like a teenager. Meanwhile, also on America's worst coast, Washington State University's head football coach and four of his assistant coaches were fired because they failed to comply with the state's vaccine mandate. Coach Nick Rolovich, who looks like he glares at his spaghetti while stabbing the fuck out of it with a fork, is the highest paid state employee in Washington, a state that no one has ever been to, including Coach Rolovich. I'm sure the old ball coach's locker room speeches about leadership, doing the right thing, and working as a team to defeat a common enemy were absolutely stunning to hear until he did none of those things and lost his friggin' job. And since the state of Washington mandate applies to all state employees, 127 state troopers also lost their jobs for refusing vaccinations and decided to travel to their Capitol building to protest. And those former police officers laid their boots on the Capitol steps for a silent, brief photo op to demonstrate how heartbroken they were to have lost their livelihoods. They can no longer serve and protect, and they are saddened by it. Do you know what the number one cause of death for police officers was in 2020? COVID-19. It was also the number one cause of death for police officers in 2021. And at the time of this recording, the year ain't even finished yet, Chief. The silver lining is that next year we'll probably return to our regular causes of death, heart disease and vanilla Coke. If only these police officers had stopped resisting, followed orders and respected authority. It smells of hypocrisy, even though the police officers will probably soon lose their sense of smell. And if you argue that vaccine mandates don't work because they force police officers that don't care about public safety to leave their public safety jobs, or force healthcare workers who don't believe in medicine to leave their medical jobs, one could argue that actually the vaccine mandates work just fine. Again, on the goddamn west coast of this proud nation, Evander Kane, a man I've never heard of, from the San Jose Sharks, a team I've never heard of, who plays in something called the National Hockey League, was suspended for submitting a fake vaccination card to his employer. Something about California and Washington and that other state in the middle between them, and then Alaska way up north, it seems like an inferior, infected, fucked up 4,000 mile long version of Florida, where there's oceans nearby that no resident visits, Everybody is hammered on meth or heroin or vanilla Coke, and apparently no one has an ounce of responsibility toward wearing a mask or getting vaccinated. These jokers are losing their jobs because they won't get the jab. 
or in the case of State Senator Laura Reinbold, they are keeping their jobs only after commuting via car, ferry, horseback, blimp, then rolling downhill the last couple miles just to cast a vote to rename a post office after the Ku Klux Klan in America's most irrelevant state. At this point, several minutes into this very brief podcast, it's unlikely that anti-vaxxers, most of whom would rather bungee jump by their balls off a bridge rather than take a shot, are still listening. Heck, it's unlikely they can even taste their own vanilla Coke. But let's just point out anyways that the three vaccines most commonly used in the United States, Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson, are all effective at preventing infections. And if they fail, which happens sometimes, it still virtually guarantees a quick and easy recovery as opposed to an intensive care stay for the unvaccinated. There have been suggestions that these vaccines cause heart problems or weird and rare illnesses, and that could be true. If you are one of the unlucky few 20 people among a million that has a serious reaction to the vaccination. That's right. The risk of a serious medical issue arising from a COVID-19 vaccination is 20 in a million or one in 50,000 if you're a math teacher. Here is a partial list of things more likely to happen to you. Losing an appendage in a chainsaw accident. Dying by scalding hot tap water. Winning an Oscar. Being certified by a priest that you are possessed by Satan. Winning an Oscar when your name is Cuba Gooding Jr. Bungee jumping by your balls off a bridge. All of these things are more likely than developing a problematic side effect from getting the COVID-19 vaccine. But hey, let's get back to State Senator Laura Reinbold. Alaska State Senator Laura Reinbold a Republican who was banned from an airline earlier this year for refusing to comply with its mask policy, said Tuesday she had tested positive for COVID-19 and touted a recipe of unproven treatments, including the anti-parasitic drug ivermectin. Laura Reinbold, who hates masks and Alaska Airlines and definitely doesn't have COVID, recommended on her Facebook page to her constituents that in case one does get sick from the Chinese virus, they should purchase an oxygen monitor for your finger, which is a pretty good idea, and a Vicks steamer, which also, yeah, sounds good. She also suggested a vibrator to loosen chest congestion, which, let's be honest, that's the excuse she gave her husband. And then this strong, independent woman who hates mandates and socialism, yet helps run a state that gives free money to every resident annually just for socialist shits and giggles. She caught COVID-19 a few weeks after being banned from Alaska Airlines. COVID-19 is a problem that requires widespread collective action in order to solve. 
and human beings are the most intelligent, most adaptable, greatest organisms on Earth. But at our singular level, just a single guy walking down the street? That motherfucker is probably way too stupid to make decisions for the rest of humankind. Even though COVID-19 takes collective action to solve. How did we get to the point that getting shithoused by funneling horse testicle ball salve become the preferred option over a safe and sound vaccine? Part two is next. Don't miss it. Another episode of Dumb People with Terrible Ideas is in the books. Episode 14, Anti-Vaxxers Part 1. Dumb People with Terrible Ideas is produced and performed by Eric Gray. Hey, I know what you want. More Uncle Eric. Hop on over to the uh, website for more information. It's ericexplains.com. That's E-R-I-C explains.com.